In case you missed them between 6 and 10 this morning, or because you liked it so much you want to hear it again, this is the Tom and Vicky Podcast. So we talk of closures. You look over to Ontario where they did enact a state of emergency, mm-hmm. which closed just about everything. But I found it kind of interesting that, well, of course, they kept grocery stores open yep. as long as they can. Uh, but they also left liquor stores open in Ontario. Right. Okay. And okay. those are, they're privately owned in Ontario, correct? Um, or th- there's a, there's a, there's both. Kind of a mix. Okay. Well, it's both here too. I mean, you've got, that's true. You've got our, our liquor, liquor and lotteries, but then you have private wine stores and things right. like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, which remain open here in Manitoba, but, uh, is there an end date to that? We don't know. Yeah. Right. Nobody knows, but it's interesting that in Ontario, it was one of like, they looked upon it, I guess, as an essential service. Well, uh, I, can, I can see both sides of that argument. I don't know. But I was talking to a buddy of mine about this. And you're looking ahead to, well, the potential that they're going to close as well, right? Mm-hmm. Just for everybody's safety. I okay. would imagine they'll close soon. That's yeah. just my guess. You're saying soon. Okay, now you're going to start alarming people here. Okay, well, uh, again, I was wrong about a lot of things, including Tom's Brady's, Tom Brady's team yeah, and everything. So I do think it's encouraging that under a state of emergency in, in Ontario that they still yeah. kept the liquor stores open. It says something. That's very, a way for people to cope, maybe. Very yeah. encouraging. But here's something that occurred to me. Okay, say you're looking at a... Oh God! Conservative two months. Mm-hmm. Let's say say they shut down. Well, now you got to start thinking. Well, maybe a stock up. Yeah. But what does two months look like? I okay. don't know. Well, that I think I mean, that'll a lot of people. It's going to tell them something about themselves when they try might, and stock up for two months. You might discover something. That's for sure. <laughs> but I, when you're trying to do the math on that two month, yeah. what do I need? Sort of thing, which will be different for every individual. Mm-hmm. That's a sort of algebra that. Most of us have not tackled before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the Tom and Vicky podcast. Everything eventually will get back to normal. Yeah. But in the meantime, though, uh, as we mentioned on when we were playing, are you smarter than Vic? You know, you can maybe learn something. Yeah. Okay? You got a lot of time in your hands. Sure. So maybe it's a new hobby. That's a, like that. that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Or. Learn a language. Ooh, okay. some Rosetta Stone or whatever those things are, those yeah. online lessons. Yes. Yeah. Or, you know, just YouTube it. I'm sure someone will teach you there. Yeah. But, but here's the irony of that. Learn a new language, but you can't go and use it. <laughs> <laughs> but put well, it in maybe your... you maybe you make a call. This is the time you make some prank phone calls to those countries. Well, maybe not prank phone calls. I was calls, just but... going to say, this is probably not the best time <laughs> no. for the prank phone call. I take it back. Coming, I take it back. Coming from you, of all people. <laughs> and you know what? I hate prank phone calls. I was just going to say, <laughs> you'd be the last person, so maybe that would be the best person yeah. to pull a prank phone call. Uh, I, I hate inconveniencing people, and that falls right in there. See, so if, if you, I don't know why I brought it up. Vic, if you called me no. and said anything, I would believe you because the last thing I would think it was a prank. <laughs> that's what I've been, all these years, that's what I've been working up to, building yes, everyone's trust so right. I can slam down on the pranks. You can be the ultimate prankster. <laughs> this is the Tom and Vicky Podcast. An interesting call from Paul who suggested, well, with the coronavirus, and this has you know been done, I guess, a practice that's been done before, and that is so you get immune to it, that you actually try and infect 
as many people as you can. Oh, to just gather everyone take, together. Take care of them, and then you come out the other end immune. Like now, the, of course, I don't think there's going to be a very big lineup for no, that, to tell no, you the truth. I don't think so. Okay. So it's kind of, his idea is kind of like the chicken pox, right? Where, you know, parents would How let their kids play with kids who had the chicken pox so they'd get it early. Because as you get older, the chicken pox becomes more severe. Do parents would let kids who had chicken pox play with other kids so the other kid would get it? Yeah, I think when I was a kid, I got chicken pox and the whole street had chicken pox at the same time. Really? Maybe it was like something that was big in the 90s. Well, I can only remember my own experience and I, I don't recall sending the children out to infect other children with anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to follow good parenting practices <laughs> as best I knew them. <laughs> this is the Tom and Vicky Podcast. Vicky, your, uh, what would you call it? Your chicken pox parties? <laughs> with the kids? I've never called it that, but apparently some people did. Getting a lot of support on text for this thing. If Back in the 90s, I think it was really big, where parents whose kid had the chicken pox or they wanted to get the kids to get it, they would have kids play together so they'd get it early and get it over with. Yeah, and someone had called and said, maybe we should try and do that with the current coronavirus. The only right. problem is there's a vaccine for chicken pox. Yes, we don't exactly. Have one for the I, don't, I don't know right? if it quite translates the no, same way. No. But uh, a lot of backup that these this was a thing. Uh, they call them chicken pox parties big in the 70s well, and did. 80s. They call them that. Apparently. Yeah. I've never heard of that. But uh, Vicky is completely right when kids were tougher than they are now. Yeah. Uh, Vicky's right. My kid is 29 years old and I know parents who did it. And Colleen says, yeah, I took my son over to my nephew's when he had chicken pox to get it over with. So this well, is... Legit. Clearly, it was a thing. And I guess, uh, Maria, you were in on this as well, were you? Maria? Okay. How about Jody? <laughs> what happened? Well, they're holding on for a long time. So it's possible. You know, I'm trying to... Now, I'm racking my head here going, well, I had a whole bunch of kids. Yeah. Now, how do, they miss out? how do they miss out on the chicken pox parties? Maybe there could be two scenarios. Number one, their mother was a nurse. So it's possible that she just did it and, you know, spread it around with the kids oh. under the radar. I didn't even know what was going on. I guess you'd only yeah. need one to get it to spread it to the yeah. other sibling. Exactly. Did, do you remember your kids having the chicken well, pox? Well, that's just though? it. When you have that many kids somebody's got something at any given time, okay? <laughs> it's all so, a blur. Well, it is a blur to yeah. me now, but quite, and it, because that happens, and the odd kid's trying to fake something because he wants doesn't want to go to school one day or whatever, so generally, my policy would be, you're feeling like, how do you feel? Well, you know, I don't, I got to feel this, I don't feel, I go, you know what, you're fine. Go ahead, carry on. Okay, get out there, right? Oh, so, so your kids may have uh, initiated a lot of chicken pox parties and you didn't even know it. I probably spread the whole thing <laughs> unknowingly. <laughs> this is the Tom and Vicky Podcast. You hear this more and more, and it's so true, and especially when you look at a place like Winnipeg, Manitoba. We take care of each other. Yeah. Okay, and I know they are doing that in other places, but we're the most generous province mm -hmm. and city. Even we, when there's not a pandemic going exactly. on, you see the kindness around this okay, city. Yeah. yeah, so I think Mike might have an interesting idea that you may have heard floating around. Hi, Mike, how are you? Good morning, I'm excellent. Okay, so the idea being, Mike, is... Turn your Christmas lights on. Uh, we can't all be together, but we can be together in a way. Show, show 
everybody were together, turn your Christmas lights on. If you don't have any Christmas lights, put a color light in and in replace of your regular bulb. Okay, well, here's the deal. Okay, and I like it. Yeah. It's similar to what they're doing. You're kind of putting out a message of of love and hope without having to, you know, make a sign. What were we, uh, there was a story we were talking about in Italy, a couple of stories actually, where people would come out on their balconies and they were singing or clapping, clapping clapping for the medical uh, professionals who Mm -hmm. who were helping them. You know, stuff like that. Now, Mike, now that you brought it up, I'm going to take you back to December on this show. And, Victor, remember what I was saying? Yeah, you said keep the lights up. I got a lot of flack, a lot of pushback. (laughs) I said, why not keep your lights up year-round? And your question to me, Vic, was why? And I said, because they look nice. Yeah. (laughs) It was as simple as that. (laughs) And if, you know, I mean, if you don't want the colored ones, just switch them out for the white bulbs or whatever. Right, yeah. But lights on houses look nice. I don't care if it's Christmas or any time of the year. Now we've got a need for this solidarity all coming together. I'll be interested to see how many lights are left up by mid-March, if anybody listened to me in You were in right all along, Tom. I, I tried to be. I don't, all along. I don't mean to be a prophet, but sometimes <laughs> okay, I just stumble into it. Okay, now we're going too far. <laughs> this is the Tom and Vicky Podcast. Emergency Act. Have you heard of this before? No, I haven't. Okay. It used to be called the Emergency Measures Act, where they could bring it in at any time when there's a situation of national you know, security and mm-hmm. health and everything else. Yeah where they basically have the powers to to do just about anything, but to protect us, right? basically. So what's so an can, example of something well, they, they would do? they can confiscate uh, property. In other words, okay, we've got to set up a medical lab here, oh. get out, Yeah, we're taking over this place. Well, I look at Osborne Village nowadays, there's plenty of empty space there. Open up a clinic or two. In terms of, In terms of the streets? Or no, the storefronts. No, the storefronts. Oh, have you been down there I lately? Have, you know what? Oh. I haven't. I've driven through, but I generally try and keep my eyes on the road. <laughs> Not me. I'm window shopping. <laughs> I've got, I've got, while you drive. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Tom and Vicky this morning. Catch the Tom and Vicky podcast at iTunes or 943thedrive.ca.